This is a HeadGum Podcast. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I can't believe where I am. I'm in the middle of the one and only RuPaul's Drag Race podcast and the whole entire internet that's ever existed. And you are too. That's why you're listening to Drag Her. Uh, you know that we talk about Drag Race. We're talking about season 13. And I am, uh, I'm not gagged. I'm heaving over our current guest. We have the lovely, incredible, beautiful, talented author extraordinaire, Rachel Bloom. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. It's so me. weird. I don't understand. Like, I th- I thought this was a really popular, like, Drag Race was, was a really popular TV show, so I don't understand yeah. why no one else has a podcast about it, why none of the queens have podcasts about yeah. it. It's well, we're very weird too. We're yeah, like, we're writing letters every day. Yeah. Just trying to get someone else to cover it. Cuz like I it I actually feel uncomfortable being the only voice talking about this on the internet. And honestly, the only voice talking about drag in general. Like there's totally. no one else on the internet totally. or in podcasts who's discussing totally. drag. I um, open Instagram and I see nothing. I see nothing. I am like where are the photos? Where are the strangely edited and remixed videos of drag race past? It's just nothing there. And I guess people just haven't discovered this art form yet. It's a real shame. So I'm happy to be here to talk Thank about you. this um, this underground um, TV show. <laughs> Alt, I know. I can't believe they even let us do this podcast because so few people know about this. But I am so excited you're here. Uh, real delight. I mean, last time we had you, you, you know, you did the election the 2020 challenge and there's thank so God. much drag race. That was less than, I mean, that was last season. That yes. was way less than a year ago. Summer. Yeah. Way less than a year ago. Yeah. And thank God that like 2020, the election happened in a way that's like, though still absolutely bonkers insane. It happened in a way where that wasn't all for naught. you know, like this awareness around the election actually helped us get to a, a better place with our current president elect. Yeah. Yeah, and I, and I, you know what? I'll say that my appearance on that specific election episode of Drag Race is what really yeah. tipped the scales. Yeah, because a lot so. of I people think... who are on the fence, and I think maybe Trump mm-hmm. voters, obviously watch Drag Race. Yeah, and they were like, "Wait a second, what's that woman in yellow saying?" Yeah. Oh, she's being I know funny. I know for a fact that Kamala uh, on inauguration day plans to descend from the sky on a pretzel. Uh, as a nod, (laughs) as a nod to you specifically, Rachel. So I actually don't know what's happening because I'm right now 
I've lost like 60 Twitter followers in 24 hours. Really? I, I think it must be a Trump thing because I had retweeted Sasha Baron Cohen being like, get mm-hmm. Trump off Twitter permanently. Maybe. Yeah. 60 is pretty, pretty small. Yeah, no, it's just, it was, it was, I only noticed Weird. because it affected my, um, my total, like, you know, yeah, little number. And, and, um, yeah. Uh, so, so I clearly, I guess, had like 60, at least 60 people following me who were fans of Trump, assumedly. Yeah. Which, Which is, is strange because that's surprising. Like everything you've put out has been pretty actively progressive to use a umbrella word. Like Yeah, or they're with the whole Trump thing, they're doing a sweep of bots. And oh, every that could be bot it. that maybe was following me got erased. That it sucks because be I paid, it. you know, sixty thousand dollars yeah, uh, for those for bots. Those. So I'm pretty I'm pretty pissed. And your biggest fan. Russian babe, titty324. She was, she said the nicest things about you online. We love her. We talk every day. Um, The thing is, I know she's a, I know she's a bot, but like it, you know how like sometimes with AOL Instant Messenger, like you'd message yourself just to feel good? (laughs) Did you ever do that? Was, am I the only person who did that? I have to say, I didn't do that. Okay. I didn't do that. So I would do that. I would, uh. (laughs) I'm like assuming it's a thing everyone did. And it's just like, no, you, you were just really sad in college. Um, anyway, talking to a uh, Russian uh, tits hot for you. 74. Yeah. Is yeah, like yeah. That. yeah. It's like that. It feels so good. Sad. Even though, you know, it's not totally real. Yeah, exactly. It feels good. Yeah. It's just like, just like, it's just like a dildo you paste on your bathroom wall. It's still, even though it's not real, it still feels good. Still feels pretty fun. I've always wondered if those are uh, effective. You know, okay, let's get really real. Even Please. though we need to talk about Drag Race. I am just such a sucker for a real thing there. Just a real, actual human penis entering me. Yeah. Or just a real human kiss. Just a real human that I've always had a tough time being excited about toys. Yeah, I'm not... That makes a lot of sense. I'm not a... um I'm not a dildo person either. Um, mm-hmm. Cause also like when I, um, it's just so funny cause Gregor's hearing all of this, but I'm <laughs> sure he's why, tuning it up. Why am he's I like, making you talk about this? No, you no, don't no, have no. to talk about this. No, I'm fine. Um, uh, like, you know, when I masturbate, it's, it's a mean, it's like, I want to come. Um, mm-hmm. And you know, the way I do that is from McClitty. Um, and so there are, there are Sex toys I have clitty. for the clitty. Sex uh-huh. and Oh, they should brand that. Um, so they like, should. so I'm not, so like when stuff is inside, that is like, that's, um, a whole, that, that can enhance it, but that's mm-hmm. more like, it's the context of why it's inside. Supporting. Supporting. It's a supporting. It's not, it's not, it's not winning. It's not winning best actor. It's not. Well, it's winning best actor if there's a person attached. Right. But like, totally. if, I'm just, if I just want to like, I don't know, like read a, you know, go to Lit Erotica, see what's new. <laughs> exactly. And like, You're like, and like, you know, we're either. Yes. Feel we're really good one before off, bed. Ex- exactly. Like I'm not we're like fucking someone. I'm not lingering over like. Yeah. Um, maybe I'm like lazy. Cause I also like, I'll just start, like, I don't give myself a lot of like masturbation foreplay. I'll just kind of mm-hmm. start, but like if someone's going to oh, go yeah. in, like I need a lot of like, you know, 
I need yeah. to be like ready. And like, I, I don't have time. I don't have, if, if I'm going to do that, mm-hmm. I need to be, I, I'd, I'd rather be with my husband. I'm not going to get all ready and like, and then you yes. gotta, it's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. And I'm the same way. I, usually if I'm masturbating, I'm literally doing it to get on with my day. Sometimes I'm like, yeah. I need to write and I'm so horny. <laughs> I can't focus unless I just fucking come, which is a real thing where I'm just like, Absolutely. and then once I come, I'm just like, oh, I'm a human again. Type, type, type back to normal. I'm back. Yeah. You don't need to, you don't need to like take a luxurious shower with like mm-hmm. Miss, Mr. Silicone Dick. And be like, I really, let's like talk. Like you don't need to like, you're not immersing yourself in like a full fantasy. I completely get that. Yeah, I get that. Okay, this was Drag Her. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) Bye. Uh, Rachel, listen, you are, you are currently starting a fantasy. You have a little fantasy league going on with a small group of us. Yeah. And you're really suffering right now because no one's going home in Drag Race, period. I'm fucking humiliated. I was so excited. (laughs) My husband has sports. I don't have sports. Mm-hmm, I have me neither. this and Top Chef. Th- these are the two mm-hmm. uh, nonfiction shows that I watch, mm-hmm. basically. Nonfiction mm-hmm. co- and then competition shows. Yeah. And I was so excited to, like, be the, the, I don't know, the dungeon master, if you will, of this draft. And totally. No one, we're all still at zero points. We're in a I stalwart. did this whole buildup. I put us all on a non-BCCD email chain. It's humiliating. Yeah. It's humiliating. We're all like some, like it's like you're the dungeon master and you put like a dungeon on the first step, like on the first little block and we're just fucking waiting there and it's it's just the game can't start yet. Wait, and is I'm that glad. how Dungeons and Dragons works? I don't know. The dungeon master <laughs> has to... <laughs> Put a dungeon on. The- if there's no dungeon, the game can't start because that's where the dragons are. I, I don't know. It's like, what's more embarrassing, my sports specifics or my Dungeons and Dragons specifics? Like both pretty goofy. I don't but- know. I th- I think maybe D&D just because I, I think people would maybe expect you and me to have more that's of, a voc- true. of, of a vo- knowledge and vocabulary about Dungeons that's and Dragons. And the true. fact that we actually don't know what it's about is more off-brand. If we knew something about sports, I think it would turn people off. Totally. It would freak it would freak them the fuck out. But you're right. We should know like one or two things. I just never got all the way in. But you're trying to do this thing. They're not sending people home. I'm guessing not next week, even though if they do send home someone next week, that would be a good gag. Oh, you don't they think they're like, going to send anyone home next week? Okay, I think they might because that's a that's really good TV to surprise us. Because as of right now, we're assuming they're all going to stay. But if they say, sorry, y'all, y'all lost the first time. We are sending one of you home. That would be good TV. It, it would be smart TV just because then that means really the first episode of the season isn't isn't until episode four. Which is too long. Yeah. Too long. I, look, I don't think it's the fact that no one home, went home this week, like for then someone to actually go home in that losing mm-hmm. group, losing group. Like it's a it was a one off lip sync on like your first day. They're being Which is they're such being a trick. really raked over the goals for this like, one off. Like Denali couldn't even take off her ice skates. And now no. it's been three weeks and it's and it's just like still like. 
like, you fucking suck. <laughs> it's, yeah, yeah. it's really, You're it was right. hard to see them so, di- it was hard to see them so disheartened. Oh, and I that was Gregor dropping episodes. a thing. Gregor. <laughs> Have you had a straight guy on this podcast? I, uh-oh, good question. Have I? Um, I don't, no, I, we did. We had one many, many, it was, it was moons ago. Moons ago, lovely gentleman who was also like, also, I also did a podcast. But um, yeah, no, I want to have straight people on. I keep asking Gabris and he's like, I want to, but I need to like educate myself on like what we're watching. Oh, so he hasn't seen Drag Race. No, I don't think he, or he's not seen like enough to be like, we're in episode four. Watch this. You know, I need to have him on like a premiere or something. Right, 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 right. Um, Yeah, they're interesting. I'm always surprised when I meet the the like the straight guys who are drag race fans mm-hmm. um my husband being like semi one of them and that he watches it sometimes with me um mm-hmm. oh but he's walking the dog now so he's peacing out bye oh, okay he left um but, but you're right like let's talk about my clit some more let's talk more about your clitty <laughs> um but, you, but, I, but want, I know I want more straight people to be into it so DC Pearson comedian at UCB is love him super love into DC. drag race love him um yeah. Uh, I feel like I've talked to him about it. Yeah, he's re- he's really really into it. Um, um, my friend Jamie, her son, who's like eleven, and I mean straight. That's also young to declare yeah. you know, sexuality. Uh, l- like is obsessed with Drag Race. Um, yes. And she was actually saying that they uh, before COVID when they go to DragCon, all of the queens are very amused by this like kind of straight boy being like, I really like your work. Um. That they yes. think it's really, really sweet. Um, and then um, John Mulaney's a Drag Race fan. And of he's never been a judge. That's a shocker. They need to have him on. He's incredible, especially for a comedy challenge. But yeah, you know, it's just perfect. I mean, it's like for anyone who's come from like comedy sketch background, even if you haven't, it is so appealing because it is just the Olympics of goof. It is the It is clownery at its highest to be like, no, and I, what I love about it is like, even in the lip sync, we, we, which we'll get to later, but like the lip sync this week was a great example of how like, there are so many ways to commit and be a drag clown. And uh, it, that's why it appeals, I think, to so many of us weirdos who are like, what a cool stage to get to like, be a freak in your own way. Yeah. Yes. And so much of it is rooted in like sketch and improv and totally, but, but so like things that like you and I know well, but then like making clothes, which I have no, I, I, you know, no, 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 I have no idea. Um, what that, what that, what are they, what that is? I don't know what clothes are. What are Um, clothes? But yeah, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a great show. And I found out, did I say this on Maybe I didn't say this on the last podcast. If I don't you know. Did, if I said this on the last podcast, cut this out. But but um uh I found out that Gregor had watched like all the season, like the first seven seasons of Project Runway. Um uh-huh. and the way I found <laughs> it out was I and this is he is not a clothing guy, a fashion guy, like, you know, he buys his 
t-shirts from like, I don't know, he buys like the same old Navy t-shirt. It's probably, no, 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 he's yeah. Uniqlo. He says he's like a Uniqlo slut right okay, now. That's, okay, that's that's but, not but, but like from he's, old you know, Navy. He, yeah, exactly. But he has like a certain aesthetic. So um, mm-hmm. when I was nominated for the Golden Globe the the first time. Um, uh-huh. uh, oh, just the first time. Just, just the first the time. Just the first time. Um, <laughs> I I found out Christian Siriano was going to design my gown and I, yes. and I went home and I was like, and I, I hadn't heard of Christian Siriano before cause I was really new to fashion. I'd never watched project uh-huh. runway and I felt mm-hmm. very ashamed. Um, but I, mm-hmm. I got home. I was like, Oh my God, this amazing guy's going to design my gown. His name is, um, uh, I was like, it's like, oh, Christian. He was on project one way. And Gregor goes, Oh my God, Christian Siriano. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. And he goes, Holy shit. He, He's my favorite competitor <laughs> on Project Runway. He was by far the best. Oh my God, I'm freaking out. And I'd never known he watched Project <laughs> Runway before that. Uh-huh. And it was so incredibly off-brand and sweet. And it made me love him more. That is fantastic. And he is that good. He he on his season, he is, which maybe you've seen by now, but like he's just the person who's like from the first week, you're like, he won. He's gonna win, right? Now he's I gotta watch win. his season. I haven't watched it yet. You gotta I watch just know it. he's that good because. Uh, he makes beautiful clothes. Um, um, I saw that. Wasn't a yellow dress you wore? Was it yellow? It was green. Green. Oh, yeah. And then he also it made good. it the second year, and he also made a dress for me for the Critics' Choice Awards. He's fucking great. Incredible. Love him. And he's made great dresses for Nicole as well. Oh, really my God. Really good shit for Nicole. On the preview for next week's episode looks Oh, my God. Nicole so good. I can't wait. And she will be here next week. We're so excited to have her. She's going to tell us all about the experience. She's been so sweet to me. She's always been like, I don't want to ruin the show for you. Like, I don't want to say anything that I know that I you don't know. And uh, yeah, so she is excited to be on next week to fully spill Everything that happened on her week. And now I know that's why she didn't enjoy my draft. That's why. I never heard back from her about the draft. And that's probably why John Milheiser, her roommate, didn't get back to me either. Because he. Because he. That makes sense. Because she's on multiple episodes because of the whole COVID filming situation. Oh, my God. Really? Nicole is on. uh, You heard it here first. She's on multiple episodes because they were trying. I think they were trying to limit the guests appearances, of course. So you're trying there. So that makes sense because that's why they had Jamal Sims back. They're trying to like. Yes. It's like, okay, well, if we're going to like double up on on guests, like Mm -hmm. on on guest judges, like we need to make sure it's someone who's like cool, who we can stand and who's who's seen the show. Yeah. um, Because they're going to be a like recurring presence. That makes so much sense. Right. That's so cool. Wild. Well, okay. Well, digging into the app, yeah. we should talk a little bit. I'll, we'll go kind of sequentially. About Olivia Lux's LinkedIn profile? Ah! Oh, my God. I can't believe, Rachel. You sent me Olivia Lux's. How the fuck did you find Olivia okay, Lux's LinkedIn profile? I did LinkedIn not find it. Uh, my best friend, Brendan, in New York, found okay. Olivia Lux's LinkedIn. Uh, <laughs> Olivia Lux's boy name is Fred. And mm-hmm. uh, there's, and it's just, I don't know how he found it. Um, mm-hmm. It's so sweet. Um. I have one thought on Olivia Lux's LinkedIn. Not that Talk anyone, not that anyone asked me. So let me pull up the <laughs> screenshot that I sent you of okay. of Olivia okay. Lux's LinkedIn. Okay. Um, okay. And Olivia, if you're listening, like I love you so much. You're you're part of my draft. She's um, sparkly. She's gorgeous. Just effervescent. And I left LinkedIn because I wasn't using it. On um, people mm-hmm. would request me on LinkedIn and I I truly have know. they banned Trump I hope they've banned Trump I, I know LinkedIn? I know <laughs> I know there's many other sites that have banned him but did 
they ban. I just want to know. I hope they did. I know Pinterest banned him, which is so fucking That's funny. That's so great. Did Grinder ban him? Ban him? I know um, that there was like I, a joking yet. Not campaign. Yet. I know That's it was so a joke. Great. Not yet. Not um, yet. Okay. So here's with Olivia Lux's LinkedIn. Here's the question I have. So okay. Olivia Lux's boy name is Fred. The about section of, of Olivia Lux's LinkedIn says about Fred. And it's like, it's like a dictionary, right? Here's how you define Fred. Noun. One. Bold. Fearless and adventurous, willing and eager to face danger or adventure with a sense of confidence and fearlessness, mm-hmm. which is the definition of bold. And then, <laughs> and then two, unique, only one. And then three, bright, four, passionate, no. five, enthusiastic. And after each word, there's a definition. So here's my question. No. Fred is defined, is a noun that's then defined by five more words that are also defined. So- why? That's my question. So what's <laughs> so your question is what? Why? Well, what? Who is Fred? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I'm gonna go ahead and say that this LinkedIn is not where he's thriving. Uh, <laughs> I hope. I hope he's. I know he's doing incredibly well now, but like, I think we we've all been in the book report world where we did one too many say a word define a word, and I think he's. I think that's where he's falling. I just, I just think, look, I think the defining yourself as a noun is great. I just, the defining yourself with other definitions. Mm-hmm. If I'm, if I'm a career counselor, mm-hmm. that's my question. But again, I don't think it has anything to do with the show RuPaul's Drag Race or no. with Olivia Lux's career trajectory, who again, no. I love. It was just a question I had about is it? Olivia's LinkedIn. That's it. Right. What is the definition of very many definitions? No yes, one knows. It, that, that's what I'm just saying. It's, it's definition of a bunch of definitions. And I just, I think it's a little, um, little bit of a mishmash. Yeah. I think you could condense. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hope she takes that uh, constructive criticism because a lot of people <laughs> will be checking out her LinkedIn after this episode. It's such a stupid thing to bring up. I don't even know why my friend I sent it to it. me. I think my friend I don't was know trying how you to found f- it. You know, how they my, found it. My friend was trying to figure out. I think like every time, because my my friend and I were both obviously musical theater people, and mm-hmm. I think every time someone's on the show that it, that that it's like this seems like this is a, a musical an MT gal, he'll mm-hmm. like do a dive, and so I think mm-hmm. LinkedIn was the way he found out. Oh yes, Olivia Lux went to Montclair for sure. State for musical theater. Musical theater of people course. love knowing um, who the other musical theater people are and where they got their BFA. It's a stupid- Interesting. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. When I was looking at colleges, or even before I was looking at colleges, I would scan every program because uh, for the bios. Because at the end of every bio, it will it says where they went to school. And I would tally up all of this, like, where I saw. So I'd be like, okay, one Stop. NYU. Oh, one Occidental. Oh, okay, a Pepperdine. Like, you, you <laughs> it's really stupid. I love it. But you made it to the other side of it in a way that you're able to make fun of it, which I feel like not all musical theater people get to. No, but but look, it's a little bit of a thrill in a bio to to be able to be like BFA Tisch School of the Arts. Right. It's like a little bit right? of a thrill. It's a thrill. Oh, my God. I mean, to, yeah, because we all know what that means. We all know what that means. But frankly. also, like, a lot of Tisch was shitty, so. <laughs> I mean... And that'll be in your second book because your first book, oh, where the you. normal people are, is it start with where? Is that where it starts? It's with where? I want to be where the normal. I people want are. to be where the normal people are. Oh, is it's on? It's wherever you find fine books. 
uh, and there's even an audio book that, you know, which I, I, I read your book and I don't read books cause I am dumb. Oh, I read your book and it was incredible. It was Thank so you. good. Everyone needs to read it. It's just a treat. It feels like you're hanging out. It's such a, it's so funny. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm uh, yeah. so f- flattered that we did this in the body of the episode and not the end where we have plugs. Oh, we'll do it again. We'll do it again. So, okay, we should talk Sorry, about Sorry, ad- I, d- I, dig- I digressed. Again, Olivia Lux, if you're listening, I, I love you. I yeah. just like LinkedIn-based humor. Olivia Lux truly is adorable. And she is, she's this like, she's this unaffected bright spot um, in, in this season, which I was not expecting in season 13. Because as you know, most of the conversations, much like any reality TV show that's been on this long, like a Survivor, there's so much talking about what you should be doing in the show because you've watched the show and you're aware of the show. She's very, un- or she's just like having a good time in a way that's rare for someone who's been, who's aware of the show's legacy. Which I Yeah, love. I mean, well, she's only been doing drag, what, it's like a year and a half? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I, yeah. I wonder if there's a little bit of um, not going in with the, the, I don't know, not going in with the baggage of like, I've mm-hmm. auditioned for this show so many times. I've been watching the show for 10 years. There's a, um, not ignorance is bliss because I don't think Olivia Lux is, is ignorant of drag by any means. But I, but I think there's a, I don't know. I, I, I sometimes when I go into like an intimidating situation when I, um, I don't know, I'm about to meet someone. I almost like, like if I'm about to have like a general meeting with like, I don't know, a person that's impressive or, or something, sometimes mm-hmm. I'll under-research them just mm. so I don't feel intimidated. Yeah. Just so and I don't, don't like go in and, and I think it's something I subconsciously do just so that I'm myself. And if like, if I were, I don't know, if I were like Olivia Lux or I feel like if I were anyone, if I were going into Drag Race in general, I feel like I would stop watching episodes <laughs> and just focus on getting good at the things. But like, I wouldn't um, do the thing in people do in sports, which is like, you know, the, yeah. the playback. Totally. I, and then this, ep- I mean, this whole season's a good example of it because this weird twist at the beginning of the episode is proof that like, you can't prepare. You know what I mean? Like Elliot went through this weird thing oh, where like, there's a survivor vote and then they get, they ha- they vote twice and two times they vote to vote her out. and. She cries and then they bring her back in the episode. Like, has there ever been a more battered contestant in this show? It's rough because like on one hand, they're starting out on a very positive note by not eliminating any queens for the first two episodes, which we need during COVID. We need positivity. But that's they've also devastated six people and Mm -hmm. devastated Elliot with two T's until she comes back. Mm -hmm. So it's this very, um, it's a weird... uh, tightrope walk. It's a tightrope. It's a tightrope. And I think, yes, I feel like, cause they're like, since we are going to keep you for a little bit, we're going to shake you around. We're going to, we're going to shake you up and make the girls say horrible things about you. Like she's in the lower quality feather. Oy, so, oy. Oh, that's so hard. <laughs> oh, I just, the- I just, that it's like, well, I don't like chicken feathers and I'm an ostrich feathers. Like, and the, and the thing is, I understand the lesson they were imparting, but at the end of the day, Elliot didn't go home first because it's not reflected in my draft. I know. I know. Which is at is at a standstill for the most part. I mean. Everyone's at zero points. It's, it's, it's embarrassing. 
It's embarrassing. I mean, what can we do? But what ha- what does happen is these girls come back in and, you know, they're talking about the drama. They're talking about their 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 like back and forths. Candy has drama with Tina uh, because they're New York girls. And that's how that always goes. Oy. Elliot gets brought back in. Um, yeah, wait. I mean, and, and a New York drag queen is like it's kind of like musical theater because a New York drag queen. It is like. I did drag in New York. Like that is like. It reminds me. It's a very similar vibe. I think that there's a thing. If you do anything in New York, it's like if you can, you know, make it there, you can make it anywhere. Um, Mm -hmm. But to be a New York musical theater actor, if you're a New York musical theater actor, you really see yourself as just being like a musical theater actor. New York is synonymous with musical theater. And I, and I Mm -hmm. suspect that if you're a New York drag queen, Especially like watching Untucked. Um, was it Tina or who was talking? Who being a New York queen was like, oh my God, being here, I realized there's great drag all over. I really think that it's very easy to see New York as your universe when you're living there. I did when I was living totally. there. Every idea totally. I had for writing was like always set in New York. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's why you see a lot of art set in New York. It's because a lot of artists live there. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it seems like really. It's a lot of pressure to be a New York queen and then come uh, on yes. the show, and especially with what happened with Britta last season. And yeah, totally, totally. So much pressure. And it's like, oh, you do bad on one challenge, which is unlike any drag you've ever done on the stage, you know, where you, you did a bad job pretending to be a drag doctor who saves a baby. And now you're <laughs> yeah. bad at drag. Now you're bad at drag. <laughs> Oh, this is talked. We've talked about this, that this show is so high pressure that I would it, it, it I would have definitely crumbled from the pressure oh and the high stakesness. I, I really did appreciate when Rue brought Elliot back. That was like, no matter what happens, no matter where you place in the show, no matter what people say on the Internet, which I thought was really wonderful it to give sweet. a shout out to to not only how much like heat you get for being a queen, but also totally. the sometimes toxicity of the drag oh race. My God. That was really great for that Rue was so to weird. It. Yeah. And I know in, in in a way that I support Rue and the show that this show is so popular they almost need to condemn the very fans that make it a huge show yeah. is a very strange thing. It's very hunger games to be like the masses that want to see blood are the very masses that make this a success. So I, I do hope yeah. fans keep that in mind of like, we love the show. We go crazy for the show. Be fucking nice to these talented gals who got on. Yeah, the personally, I, again, we're just not, I'm not the type to, I take totally. in the stuff I consume and then I don't tweet at the people. Totally. Unless it's like positive and even that's rare because I'm not great at Twitter. Totally. Right. Um, totally. Yeah, I thought that was interesting though. I did too. I did too. I, I I thought that was that was a nice thing to set the tone of the season. Now they're getting ready for this runway show, and you know, this is a mini challenge. I know. Two I know. full looks is a mini. Since it's when? A mini. Since when? I mean, they did it. I think they did it last year too, which is like cruel. Um, oh, but that's another wait. thing where they like they make them do so much. Oh shit! I completely they forgot did it last that. year. Oh. Yeah. Wait. Now. It's a lot. It's which which is it's a pro con, right? Because no matter who goes home, they're like, I've seen like about four looks from this queen now. So like, 
I I get a, a a feel for the body of their work, but what are you gonna do? It's just a tiring day because oh my God. I saw that they were wearing the same outfits. I guess I'm I was also thinking about the day I was there, like the the time it takes them to get into drag and then do both do one look and then get out of drag, get back into drag, do the other look, and then mm-hmm. you still have a, a maxi to do. Right. And it looks like that was the same day that they started rehearsing for the maxi. That's exhausting. So exhausting. Yeah, I bet they did the runway in the morning and then rehearsed at night. I bet. Because unless they did it over three days, which is less rare, they probably did the whole episode over two days, which is crazy. That is so wild. Amy, and that's yeah. also interesting because Elliot is now, they're poking at each other. Candy's calling herself a Rue adjacent girl. And Elliot's <laughs> like, hey, you know, that could hurt you like Vangie or Dahlia. And I personally think <laughs> Elliot was asked to poke. Is, oh, that's an th- opinion uh, I have. I, I, I was, I admire that Elliot came in swinging and immediately mm-hmm. went for the alpha. Yeah. Was like, um, <laughs> I, I wonder, it was, I always wonder how much they're asked what they're asked to do in general, because you'll see like, you know, when they're discussing their looks, they're like, they're making stuff for Snatch Game. It's like, you know, um, Tina, what are you doing? So they uh-huh. must be asked to ask each other. Like they do the same I thing during so. Top Chef where it's like, Brooke, what you making over there? Like if you're focused on a challenge, I don't know if you're asking other people what they're doing necessarily. So, but the question is, was Elliot told to do that? I mean- I think queens are so aware of getting a shady edit at this point mm-hmm. that, although, can you refuse? I don't know. I have but, no conclusion. But Elliot, I think they could have been, the producers could have got her a corner in a corner and they're like, we'll bring you back if you um, start some shit. Like, I kind of could see that happening. And I could, this could be really? totally me making it up. Mm. I could be making it up. But I could see them being like, we're really glad to have you and we're really glad to make good TV with you. Dot, dot, dot. Go, make sure to talk about this. I don't know. That, I don't know. I'm going to say that seems like a stretch. Okay, I support that. I support that. But like, I don't know. Yeah. Whenever Mm -hmm. queens like give each other constructive criticism on the show. Mm Mm-hmm. And especially when they're, when they're, when they're, well, when they're angry that a queen is not doing their best and, and they're like, you're not doing your best. I don't, that's just not the type of um, person I am. I, if you're in a competition, you want them to, you want everyone to suck. Yeah. That's like, I guess that's, that's my headspace is like, yeah, all right. I want, I want these people to fail so that. Totally. I can, I can win, but that might, but, but that's actually way shittier than the mutual respect of like, I'm going to demand excellence from the people against whom I compete. Um, so maybe yeah. that's just me. Maybe that's just me being a little puss was. I don't, I would never call you a puss, Wes. I would call you uh, a clitty bitty. Definitely <laughs> a clitty bitty. <laughs> okay, we're going to get into the looks of this runway challenge right after this break. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today with earning. Come on, y'all. We've all been there. We want to spend a little bit of extra dough on a big night out or a last minute gift for like your boo. Sometimes money just 
can be, uh, dare I say, complicated. Well, worry not because earning helps you get your money today as opposed to later. You know what I'm saying? If you don't know, wake up because earning is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. You can get up to $100 per day or $750 bucks per pay period. Earning is used by over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about earning, I think about financial stability. So why don't you go ahead and download Earning today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earning app, type in drag her under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show. That's drag her under podcast. Get some extra dough. Have a little fun. And don't wait for your employer to give you your money, honey. Earning is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earning.com slash TOS for details. Earning is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Hi, listeners. Here to tell you about a very important organization called Al Otro Lado, which helps to reunify families which have been ripped apart due to our country's cruel border policies. As you know, since 2018, many people have been suffering through these policies, which have taken children away from their parents. And Al Otro Lado is working to reunify families. They've already reunified over 100 refugee families and they create legal and humanitarian support to refugees, deportees, and other migrants in the United States and Tijuana. We want you to get involved today. Help me support Al Otro Lado and donate today. You can find the link to donate to Al Otro Lado in the description of this episode below or go to gum.fm slash charity and donate today. You can also consider volunteering with the organization, which offers opportunities that are both in-person and virtual. The best way to get involved is by filling out an application on their website at alotrolado.org slash volunteer. That's A-L-O-T-R-O-L-A-D-O dot org slash volunteer. Bring back my break. Oh my God, we're here at this overly demanding mini challenge. And the first (laughs) prompt is ladylike daytime look or something. Yes. None of these looks are daytime. Like maybe one. I think like well, two, maybe one or two is daytime. I will screen share. Great. And I'll, I'll pull them up. We'll screen share. Great. Here we go. Oh um, my God, Mono, why am I your desktop picture? That's really fucking weird. <laughs> I love you. I love you. Um, I love you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bring, do you think they'll, can, can you do... Crazy ex-girlfriend too. <laughs> like maybe do it again. <laughs> Please. <laughs> okay. 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 Great. Oh my okay, God. So the screenshot of me saying that is your new desktop picture. <laughs> I work quick, baby. That was so fast. Okay. So. I'm pulling them up right now. Yeah. But the first one you'll probably easily remember is Got Mix Latex Rainbow thing latex rainbow daytime look oh i loved this yeah look i mean if we're actually thinking daytime looks like la la re actually had the most like actual daytime summer dress look but like i don't know who who cares like it, it it's totally. day versus night it's fine it's a day fashion show it's still gonna be a fashion show um this was so beautiful really awesome really awesome um so yeah this was incredible this is a full chirp 
As you know, we chirp and burp the looks oh, here. Oh, I'm, I'm very aware. This was a full chirp. And I also, I this, well, Gottmik's whole story and her being Gottmik's relationship to gender is really interesting and such a, mm-hmm. um, ne- a necessary conversation um, totally. that the show, that, that I just, I, I look forward to seeing more of on the show. Me I, too. I Yeah, I felt bad um, to see like, you know, got mixed anxiety over mm-hmm. like um, this being revealed. Cause I, I think got is also a pretty well-known queen, right? I think yes. Works in the business does make up for huge people like Rihanna. Like, yes. Very so like, cause like assumedly like the other Queens, some of them at least knew got story. Yes. And um, I think that's why they say they're intimidated of her in this episode. They're like, I want you to go. I don't want y- you yes, exactly. But, but either way, like the, I don't know. I just, when Gottmik was like, oh, this really activated like my gender dysphoria and like the anxiety around that. I just, I don't know. As someone with anxiety, I was like, oh, I completely understand where you are. Like you, you're, you're not, it doesn't make sense to you right now why you're feeling this way, but you're still feeling this way. It was just really, um, that's so really felt true. for Gottmik. That's so true. I know it's, it's such a bitch when, cause anxiety has no, uh, consideration for logic. <laughs> it's like, yeah, and it tries to in- destroy your confidence. It tries to destroy totally. everything you hold dear, and especially God. I, I can only imagine the, I don't know the the, all of the like and ana- now like analyzing and then like the work Gottmik has done, re- right, regarding her slash his gender. Um, and then especially, obviously, going back, like the the cat, when Gottmik was first like, uh, born a girl, um, now I'm in, uh, dressed like a girl for money. Um, yeah. Very that vibe. It's like, oh. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's like a lot to work through. Yeah. And it's funny though, like when, uh, obviously for him, like when he's writing the lyric and obviously he goes by him when he's living his life and she on stage when they are creating these lyrics and then, you know, their lyric got them in their head, just like La La Ria, I was like, I didn't clock that. I wouldn't have clocked that for a second if someone said born as a girl. You know what I mean? I would have, especially in such a dra- in such a gender expressive space, I wouldn't have been like born as a girl means this about your identity. Oh, you're totally right. It kind of just, that's something that someone like might just like say, like I, I, I'm born a girl, like I'm so- yeah fish that I'm basically born a girl. But I also really relate to like got mixed, shared this thing. And then I, I've definitely gotten in situations where I've, I don't know, written something or sh- I, like basically written something or performed something where like I share a piece of like information about myself and then I regret it seconds later, but the cat's already out of the mm-hmm. bag. I just get, mm-hmm. I get where got Mick is at emotionally in that. Totally. Moment. Like being forced to talk about your clit on a drag podcast. It, like exactly. And it was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> you know, it, you know what? I'll tell you the mo- This is, I had, I'll tell you a version of the Gottmik moment, obviously okay. way lower stakes than one's gender identity. But mm-hmm. I was in a, um, it, it was, well, depending on where you watch it, it's like an indie comedy film, but, but on Yahoo, it was a web series called the fuzz. And it was like, um, a dark puppet crime uh-huh. uh, uh, oh, movie yeah. slash web series. No, th- and this was before the Melissa McCarthy thing. So this is uh-huh. in like 2012. This is this is like a long time ago. And and I play like the puppets like mob boss girlfriend. It, it was it's like a really funny part. Um uh-huh. 
It was, uh, but at one point I was like, there's a sex scene with a puppet. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh my God, it'd be so funny if the puppet was like fucking me from behind and I was doing coke. And then, cause I was like, that was like writer Rachel, like pitching. Uh-huh, and then I'm actually uh-huh. there in like a nude strapless bra with a <sighs> puppet fucking me from behind or like pretending to fuck me from behind, which is really a, a, a grown man with his hand up a cloth who's pretending oh to like fuck me from behind. God. And I'm like- To bump why? your ass. And I'm like, oh no, why did I do- I I did this. I made this for myself. (laughs) And now I'm here. And and writer Rachel made actor Rachel do this. And I feel (laughs) violated by myself. I have no one else to blame for this but myself. A hundred percent. We've all been there. We've all been fucked by a puppet. We've all been fucked by a puppet. (sighs) So, okay. So Candy comes out next. And her Bram Stoker Vogue ho. Uh... This is not this daytime. This was super cool. This was super. I love it. This is not it's daytime. Not daytime. In any world. In the, nothing. World is this daytime? Nothing could be more four a.m. Like I've never <laughs> seen a more nighttime outfit in my life. This is who wears this in the day, but I like it and I like her. So I'll chirp it. Oh, um, I will soft chirp it just because I think the top wasn't fitted enough. You're right. You're right. You're right. There, there's there's problems. Like there's on a the there's outfit. a bagginess that like I just you could have think Candy probably has what I have, which is like a short a short waist. Like I'm really short waisted, and you mm-hmm. it's like a it's like a an alteration that I can't do. I can't fucking mm-hmm. sew, but it's an alteration that like needs to happen. You know, it needs to be tighter. Okay, this look, Lalari, uh, Lalari. So like this was super daytime. It just didn't seem like drag to me almost. It was just like, yeah. Lala Ree's in a beautiful uh, kind of summer dress. The print was, I mean, her. I love her hair so much. The oh. like, it's kind of like, like really long uh, braids and there's a blonde tip to them. And yeah, but I think the print was not super gaggy for me. So. But she looks great. She looks great. If she her showed up at like a, like a baby shower in this, it would be like, you're the most beautiful person at this baby shower. That's true. I'll, even an engagement party, you'd be like, wow. Wow, you who really showed up for this engagement party. Exactly. Okay, then I'll go back and burp candies and then I'll chirp this one. Okay. But I'm this gonna, is still a- Yeah, I guess I'll burp, I'll burp this <sighs> in theory. I'll burp it for the challenge, chirp it in life. Okay, no. I'm burping this too. This is this is Olivia. No, Lux. I can't. Oh, I oh, have no, no. to chirp it. I have okay. to chirp Lollary. I, okay. I I feel very conflicted. Now let's okay. talk Olivia Lux. She's wearing sort of a mod ostrich feather. So this is a daytime moment. look. This is a daytime look. This I is a daytime this look. Is, this is this is daytime. I love this. This is beautiful. I'm Diamond chirp glasses. This. I want the waist. To, uh, I could use a little more waist in some way or a little more pleating. There was just a little detail I thought could have been better. Okay, yeah. But I'm still going to give it a chirp. Yeah, this was super cool. Yeah. I'm chirping all over this. And the She's tiny hot. purse is very, very sweet. It's a good signature. Okay, Simone. Oh, okay, Jesus. Simone. See, now this is just a full official hard chirp. Yeah, because this is this is a this is a, a super this is a this is a squawk. It's an t- absolute squawk. It's asymmetrical silk silk striped suit with a little capelet. With a half oh cape. Oh my god! Wow, I'm humiliated that I don't have Simone in my draft picks. I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, you know, I am in the minority on this draft, and I feel like a fucking idiot. 
Well, you know, you we all picked after Meet the Queens, and you just you just can't get the full I, picture all the time. Yeah, I chose like, and I think I like I chose queens like Tina Burner and Rose who were like, I'm super. Like I've been doing this for a million years, and then and mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, but also Olivia Lux. I don't know. I was all over the place with my draft. Um, uh, and we'll still be surprised. We'll still be surprised no matter what our picks were, because that's the beauty of Drag Race. Exactly. Um, okay, so okay, Tina Burner, Tina. Uh, this is a chirp. I think this is really really nice. Yeah. It's a nice little light chirp. Uh, and this is one of my more favorite of her orange red looks. You know, because obviously there are a lot of orange red looks. I am excited to see different colors on her. Uh, but it's a chirp. It's really flousy. It's bowy. It's poofy. It's cute. Yeah, she was trying to kind of brand herself, I guess, and be like, burner, I'm going to dress in fire colors. Mm-hmm. And including mm-hmm. with like dyed, um, like bright red fire engine hair. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You notice. And this is, yeah, I noticed. And this hair I liked more than some of the others, frankly. Frankly. So I'll chirp it. I'll chirp it. So next is Elliot. She's giving this sort of, you know, semi-Parisian red dress with a black fur and a corset. It's gorgeous. I'll also chirp this. I think it's I'll chirp really, this. Um, really pretty. I think it, I guess it's still a daytime look. If someone showed up like this at a nighttime party, though, I'd be like, like if someone, right? Because <laughs> I'm comparing it to the like baby shower. I imagine Lala Ree's attending. Uh, the like a corset. Like takes if Elliot it to show, nighttime. Yeah, exactly. But like, whatever. It's a fancy daytime. It's drag. It's drag. But yeah. But I agree that I was like, this feels nighty to me. It feels like I would be in the back of a a cab in Paris. You know, like fucking making out with somebody, maybe getting getting a finger slipped in uh, more than I'm, you know, on the Champs-Élysées. You know what I mean? Is there a casual, if it's two guys making out, is there casual fingering? Um, <laughs> like, like there That's might so be funny. for like, I don't know, like, like a girl getting fingered in a cab? I, that's a fantastic question. I do not think Gay men have casual casual fingering. Yeah, it's not I like it's think. not like you're not you're not because like you know, no, you, we've all been in the situation. You're making out with someone and then the hand starts going down your pants and like, oh oh, it's a finger in my vagina. But like, I feel like there's I more. It's but it's never in clutching. my butt because like I no, obviously yeah. have a butthole too. We we both mm-hmm. have buttholes. Bragging. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's a lot more, it's a lot more, you need, you need more prep to get the, the fingy up the butt. Absolutely. I think just dick, uh, dick clutching, if you will, just a dry rubbing oh, is sure. really the equivalent. That's the equivalent, right? Of, of just being like, mm, ha ha ha. And maybe like a finger in the front of the pant, you know, that's like an equivalent of like, wow, you're going somewhere. To poke at the balls and go boop, boop, boop. I love an under. I love an under. Okay, you know, there's something as particularly illegal about touching the balls first. Yeah. What? How dare you? What? Okay. <laughs> okay, it's not talk the night. Balls time. are Let's- fucking hilarious. Balls are hilarious, and I can't believe I like them. Like, I feel that way about penis too. Like, I'm I const I'm I'm embarrassed by how <laughs> erotically turned on I am by that completely foolish appendage, you know? Oh, but you know what? It's all gross. It's all, it's all <laughs> like, it's all like, I mean, I, and I'm, I'm the biggest like v- vagina vulva power person out there, but like, 
Yeah, like on the, you know, you look at a woman and it's very, bar- like, it's very like, like, oh, all of her parts are like, oh, they're kept hidden. How elegant. And uh-huh. then like you open it up and it's like, bleh. <laughs> like no matter who it bleh. is, it's just like, bleh. it's like a bunch of bleh. like flaps. There's a button. Mm-hmm. Um, Truly. I mean, especially now after I've given birth. To me, it's like the New York Metro map, you know, and as a non-native New Yorker, I see that and I go, what, where, what, the one, the X and the B, I don't know where I'm going. Right. But like once you know where you're going, you're like, okay, I see like this is still kind of a mess, but like this, this makes sense. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I long for that. I long to be, which I always am. I hate being the person who's leaning over someone sitting on the subway, like, Looking at the map, trying to understand where I'm going. It's like, makes you so muggable. It's never a good thing. That's true. Um, what are you going to do? But then you, I when I lived in New York, I remember I once gave a subway tips to someone in French. This was someone oh. who was visiting and they were, and I caught them speaking French and they were confused. And I was like, uh, pardonnez-moi, because I like, I speak a little French. And I was Amazing. like, uh, oui, uh, tu, uh, tu to pre- this might be incorrect French now, um, but like, oui, tu pris la, uh, uh, do you express? Like, and then I would just say the word. Uh-huh. I was really proud of myself. I mean, that's pretty good. I'm, I, that's very impressive. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay, so these nighttime looks that say, that RuPaul wants to say I'm a oh. whore, they give me I'm a whore. It's Here so we funny. go, obviously. This amazing Got Mick one with her tit out. She's so proud of her top surgery. Um, oh, I in this this was so interesting because like I love like look at my titties out, but like I have my top surgery. I'm so, I'm so it's so interesting because people yeah. we usually talk about like being proud of like showing tits. Usually it's like look at my tits, totally. uh, look at my tits with the jiggly fat. But Gottmik's totally. relationship is so different, and yeah. it it almost means the opposite for for her. And like it's just really fucking cool. It is really cool. And we need more of it. I do want trans female representation on the show. Obviously, we've had some. But, like, I just want more so that it's not just, like, the story of this is my story. I just want there to be more because there's a lot of incredible trans drag. And and, and the interesting thing is, like, whatever Gottmik says, people say, you know, you can't be a drag queen. But, if, I mean, most of the drag makeovers on this show are on cis women. Yes. So yes. So you can't say that th- this is a whole exactly everything they're doing on here. It's it almost it almost has nothing to do with whatever your mm-hmm. personal gender identity or or background is because drag totally. is like the competition isn't like let's take the most you know typically masculine looking person and make them look as feminine as possible. It's so 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 much more than that this this entire show like that has nothing to do with being able to sew or being able to sing or you know and so i think that like gottmik is just like further shows that like your whatever whatever gender you are it kind of is almost beside the point it totally is beside the point. And I think hopefully we're moving there with Drag Race. Yeah. We're Again, totally- if, if you can make up, if you can do drag makeovers on cis women. Yes. Then 
drag by definition and, and drag makeovers, I should say that are like that skew heightened feminine. Mm -hmm. Um, then you, you can't really say that drag is exclusively for like, quote unquote, men to dress up like women or, or, you know, or, you know, cis men to dress up like women. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. We're getting past that. And I like, I like cannot, I can't wait for that to even be even less of a conversation. You know, we're ready for it. Um, I love this candy muse look. I think this is so great in this moment. I was like, I might've underestimated candy muse. I loved this. Mm. I like it's kind of messy to me. I do think really? it's messy, but I love her. Like I what love about it. I mean, it is like, messy. Tell tell like me. the exposed hole in the back, which is oh like the fun. hole. The hole is not a great. The hole's not a great time. <laughs> the hole's not great. She should have. She had a wrap. She could have put the wrap over I know. the hole in that the hole around a- the hole. I like her though, and like just like many queens, like her personality is gonna sell a lot. Oh, her, you God. know. She's just too talented in, in the personality realm. Uh, I'll chirp it. I'll chirp it. I'm, I'm going to chirp that. Lalari giving us pleathery, netted, red hair, huamana. What do you think? Um, I, I'm looking at this now. In the moment, I really liked it, but now I'm looking at it, and I'm wondering. It's a bit the, simple. It's Well, it's also the, the, the pleather is a little bit off to the side of where her nipples would be. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to burp it. I'm going to be fair and I'm going to burp it because it's just fine. Burp it too because also the mesh is like kind of sagging in the shoulders. Yeah. Yeah. It's just not exquisite. Yeah. It's just not exquisite. But I love her. And now we have Olivia Lux giving us eggplant asymmetrical swervy with a bouffant. I love um, this. Yeah, this is this is a chirp. She's the tiny purse. She said is my thing. I kind of like it. I like it. I think it's great. I think it's great. I think this is a good color story for her. Very hot. Very I like. Hot. I like the idea that she got like a tiny, a tiny, tiny little iPhone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just the even smaller iPhone 13 SE. I like this new edit they're doing where it's like uh, there's like a stutter. Um, Yes. A stutter thing into the next into the next clean. It's really cool. Anyway, Simone. Yes. I mean, obviously, Chirp City. Chirp City. This sort of incredible natural hairstyle. That's and then this sort of like, oh man, this really interesting bodice with like a very this garment shouldn't look as good as it does on her. But it's because she's show it's it's cause, and this is like where we get into like the high fashion body type, like. Simone mm-hmm. has a high fashion body type. And Absolutely. so you can get a, you can not get away even, but like, um, cause I think this is a mas- masterful, masterful outfit. You have to, in order to pull off an outfit like this, you actually have to be super fucking skinny. I think because so. your body, hundred percent. the reason like skinny bodies are perfect for fashion is it's a blank canvas. Mm-hmm. Whenever you have any bumps, you you're suddenly painting on a bumpy canvas. So it's not as good for mm-hmm. like fashion and the art of fashion. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm jealous when I look at Simone in this, I'm like, I just, oh, couldn't, I just couldn't ever, I just couldn't totally. wear that. It would look completely different and sloppy totally. on me. And it looks unbelievable on Simone. Yeah. A hundred percent. It's so wild. That, that, yeah. That is just a fact is a fact that it's uh, it, it looks like a single brush stroke on a blank canvas. Yes. Done. Now we have Tina. And this latex red-orange thing. Uh, look, the latex looks expensive. 
Um, I like the braid, the long braid. I just don't love it. I don't love it. I think I'm whole. just a little burned out with with the color palette mm-hmm. because of the fireman look. Mm-hmm. So in a totally. in in a vacuum, I'm a chirp, but in context, I'm a burp just because I felt like I saw something that was a lot like this. However, love the harness. Really love like the, the use, harness. Lo- love the use of a harness to be a the look of a harness against boobs to be like a mm-hmm. pseudo bra. Big chirp on that. Hot. I want the little dress, little skirtlet to be a little higher, and I think it'll be a little more flattering. So I'm crazy, and I'm going to burp it. I will reluctantly burp. Oh, yeah. Fair, Um, fair, fair, fair. Elliot. Oh, this is so beautiful. Evil carnival ringmaster. Love it. Love it, love it, love it. I think it's well. It looks, the blacks look good together. The hair looks good together. I wanted like one more pop of the red somewhere in her outfit, but. Well, that's a good you know. point. Yeah. But Maybe I even like on it. the tip I'll, of the crop or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. She looks so great. I realize now she kind of almost looks like, um, like if you were to do like a sexy version of a Disney's Haunted Mansion. Oh my God. I mean, she's a Disney queen down. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh my God. Absolutely. She's. She's standing next to the crystal ball, the lady with her face in the crystal ball. Yeah, you know? exactly. Hurry Love. back. Hurry Marry back. That. Marry that. So let's get into your dick. it. <laughs> finger my dick. Now, Hurry I should have told back. you, gay men finger dicks. I should have told you. That is that is the true fingering. Um, oh, my God. Okay. I was having, I had a whole discussion. Oh, I had a whole discussion with my friend um, mm-hmm. who you know, but who shall remain nameless, uh, who Beautiful. has tried sounding. Oh God. Fucking sounding. I, uh, huh. Talk to me. And, and, and what was and their consensus? Consensus was, it didn't feel to you it, that it was like, it actually felt kind of good. Okay. Wow. Okay. Gregor was there for this. Uh-huh. When Gregor found out what sounding was, he almost passed out <laughs> at the thought of it. Uh, <laughs> sounding for those of you who don't know, it is sticking things up your a peepee hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's specifically, they sell speaking. sounding kits. There are these uh, steel, these like metal bars that you can, you can mm-hmm. buy them on Amazon. Wow. You can, you can, I looked it up. Um, but my friend was like, his argument that like, it felt good was he was like your dick hole when you're turned on is already kind of lubricated. And oh. so it's a natural like lube, you know, cause it's like lubed up what? for cum. It's like a natural lube for the sounding bar and he's like, and also it 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 doesn't work if you're like flaccid. You have to be hard. My friend is just like was down to try anything once and was with a guy who was super into it. I mean, God bless. God bless that openness. God bless it. It's uh, not for yeah. me. But like, yeah, I mean, I, maybe I'm a prude, but I'm just like, that scales me. <laughs> oh, I would not be into because I also, as you know, have a pee pee hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be my speed. <laughs> Yeah, constantly uh, yeah. bragging. Like, I don't think that's going to be my speed, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. hey, like, if you like that, great. Yeah, no, if you like that, fantastic, great party. Um, but yeah, I'm a little, I'm a, just a little bit hesitant of it. Um, and the sounding, and what a fun name, sounding. Okay. I don't know why it's even called that. Yeah, it sounds I don't so either. fun. I feel like a listener will tell us. Just I like bet the, it's because you, if you get like a, a straw, like an empty thing, you can yodel into it. 
<laughs> and make a sound like <laughs> we get it i know that is we get it you did sound of music in college okay we know um i okay let's get to the rest of this episode because uh we've got a little bit more to get through and we'll we'll zoom through it classic choreo montage we don't need it they're doing a verse to congratulations Candy and Elliot fight with each other. Got it. They're aware that writing this is gay canon. Oh, my God. If you don't write a good verse, you'll become Roxy Andrews. You got to write a good verse or else yeah. you become a, a drag race pariah. And Which Nick Roxy is Andrews in her is not head. a drag race pariah for that verse. No, she's an icon. She's an icon for sure. But, you know, she had her moment with the lyric. Um, that's, that is now iconic. That is now fully iconic. That at the time we were like, is this bad? It's like showgirls. Like, is this bad? No, it's incredible. Yeah. I still skip it. I skill. <laughs> I skip that verse when listening to that song. Everything's like so good. Although I don't love it when detox is like, I'm not saying I'm the best, but I ain't the worst. I'm like, oh, well you're really underselling yourself. Um, yeah. but, but Just oversell. Y- yeah. Yeah. Like that was a little like. But but otherwise, a, a great verse. Um, yeah, I was frustrated that Elliot didn't just come forward and be like, I'm a choreographer. That also seemed very, like, yeah. um, pl- like planned and, and like, um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, th- I, I can't tell if that was Elliot, like, I can't tell if that was machinations or Elliot just actually being like, I'm going to step back. I don't want any more drama. But I was frustrated because, like, Elliot's a dancer and a choreographer. Such a good dancer. Such a good dancer. I'd be curious. And this like, recurring spy mole motif they keep telling us about. I don't understand like, what? what you'd be spying for. I saw online someone was like, there are cameras everywhere. There are producers mm-hmm. on set. Mm-hmm. You, the entire crew is a spy mole who could tell everyone <laughs> everything theoretically. So the spy thing is very weird. Yeah, I agree. Agree. It's like that's a weird jump too, unless someone whispered in their ear, "This is what's happening." Very weird. So they get through the choreo, some drama. Mick is going through it, but she does come out to the girls before they go to the main stage. Love that. And Elliot confesses to the, confesses to the other girls that there are other girls here. They did not go home. We will see what happens to them. That whole thing. Well, you'd that have to be delusional match. to think that, like, agree. six people got eliminated in the first episode. Agree. Fully agree. So the main stage, Rue comes out in this silver glass shard dress. Stun. Blonde swoosh. Classic Rue. And Michelle is wearing, like, queen. This Michelle is such, has evolved so hard, like, as a whole drag race figure. And I love her, like, the queen's aid look. I really loved her look so much. Yeah, and her hair, what she's doing with her hair with that streak is really, really cool. So cool. Incredible. It's 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 so, it's so gorgeous. And um, I don't know, I was reading something recently about her history in the drag scene. And like, she's so, um, I think she's been a, in, around, in and around the drag scene since she was like a teenager or something, mm-hmm. something like that. And it's, it's just really cool. She's really cool. She's rad as she's rad as hell. And I love it. What'd you think of this congratulations performance? I really enjoyed it, but I couldn't help but compare it to I'm that bitch from last season. Yeah. I thought it was a great performance. And I actually thought all the verses were quite good. 
Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm that bitch just really like pops yeah. as a song. Also, Congratulations is just like a happy song. Um, uh-huh. It's almost like um, the RuPaul equivalent of they say it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just a happy song that like uh-huh. congratulations you know but I'm yeah. that bitch there's like some fire to it there's a there's a reason mm-hmm. for it to be sung which mm-hmm. is that the chorus is a um the chorus is not a read but the the chorus is an aggressive boast which which totally. lends itself to creating verses congratulations is like a happy song so so any any kind of braggy verse would almost be like um almost like out of place with what that chorus is. Yeah, that's a really good point. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, there's less, there's less fire maybe in that, that can fuel where we're building to in the chorus. That's really interesting. I did love a lot of these things. Got Mick is a pretty subtle, her performance is pretty subtle. We see, we see that. Candy gets real nervous when she falls out of the choreography. Oh, the looking at everyone else is like, is Ugh. just such a, um, I mean, that's, that's a, you know, like a elementary school, like, um, spring, totally. spring sing move. Um, <laughs> spring sing. I, totally. I feel, I feel like, cause if you fuck up the choreography, like just do your own fucking choreography. Totally. Look, looking at the others repeatedly. It's, it's, uh, it's just unfortunate. And that means also, cause I know they do these numbers twice. So that means yes. both times. And, and I know they do like a good edit. So that means both times candy was losing the choreography, which is so you unfortunate. Think. You think there's no way that they just used that one because it was good story? Mm, I we'll see. we don't know. Hmm. Well, because they said it in the judging. Yeah. I don't know. We'll never know. I, f- we'll I never feel like know. they find the they usually find the best takes to make everyone look good. But yeah, I could be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Uh, we'll never know. But we, I did enjoy it. Lala Ree, great lyrics and cadence. The performance is awesome. Olivia sings, which is great. He brings us something different. Yes. To this. Um, Simone. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, if Simone doesn't win, the, like the fact that they were like, you're a star. Yeah. It, Simone is just so instantly the front runner. Mm-hmm. Something crazy could happen, but the fact yeah. that she steals the show while walking and they, they go out of the way to be like, the way you walk is incredible. Just such, such confidence. And yeah, there's just this sparkle that you, mm-hmm. you can't keep your eyes off her. Totally. Tell me. And oh yeah, she's incredible. Tina, great, great lyrics. Didn't love the look, but great lyrics. And Elliot, um, I loved Elliot. I feel like they kind of undersold Elliot. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, Elliot really can, I think Elliot said, like, I can kick myself in the face. And, like, she was not lying. No. It's really, especially when everyone else around you isn't doing impressive dance stuff, and then you can suddenly bust out a a high kick into a split. That's really, really fucking cool. But, again, I thought everyone's lyrics were really good. Yeah. I went back and listened. I was like, this is fun. There's fun lyrics. Candy references a meme that she was in about being alone in the VIP, which is fucking funny. Um, I was just really impressed by Elliot's like, I mean, she was hitting the beat, you yes, know, where you're just yes. like, ooh, that's Oh, yeah, that's we're watching fun. this now. Yeah, you know, Olivia, God, Olivia Lux is just like sparkling, just like Simone. Yeah. Just such Did a you winning think smile. That was the correct top two. Or do you think um, those two were the correct top two? Um, 
I kind oh. personally, I kind of thought Elliot could be in the top two, but maybe I I'm crazy. I really also liked Elliot's verse as well. Um, mm-hmm. I remember also, I haven't re-listened to the song, but I remember really loving Tina's verse as well. Yeah, it's um, funny. But again, this look, I mean, Tina's look is like, very power. I like Ranger. it again. If I hadn't seen just like the red and the orange and the yellow, um, in so many other places. Yeah, exactly. But I think the look looks beautiful. And I have to shout out Candy Muse that um, I love it when a bigger girl shows a lot of skin like this. Yes, and I it, agree. It just looks stunning, and and um, and she knows how to tailor for her body where it still gives her really yes. voluptuous. Dimensions. Yes, exactly. Like she's giving herself an hourglass mm-hmm. and it looks very like feminine. Um, so good. Yeah, I mean, so has a, a, a big girl hasn't won RuPaul's Drag Race. No, which is so crazy because they've come close. Like I think probably the closest we would argue is probably a Ginger Minge or a Eureka O'Hara. Yeah. Have both been in the top three and then we've been like, can they get it? And then for whatever reason, they fell short. And I, I think it's safe to say that bigger girls do face a harder challenge because they just do. They Because not because they're not gorgeous, but because for whatever reason, they're judged differently. Well, because high fashion, the look mm-hmm. of high fashion, which these runways are, uh-huh. is that aesthetic is more with like skinny, like Simone like bodies. So totally. Um, and it's it not all the case. Us. Like not, not everyone who's won the show is obviously size zero, um, like yeah. Aquarius size, but it does create that like couture, yeah. that classic, like, you know, um, high fashion look. Right. And, and like whether it's societal or, it was just like vanity culture. We're trained to kind of seek out that look. Um, yeah, and there's for shit some that, reason. And I know this, and I feel like I talked about this on here, but like I know this firsthand from doing events. There are certain high fashion-y look, looks that I, when you put it on tits, it just doesn't work. <laughs> like it just, it just doesn't like. And actually when I was trying on wedding, when I was trying on wedding dresses before I was getting married, I was enamored online with stuff that was very like 20s, like uh-huh. almost like shapeless, um, flowy virgin bride in a field licking a flower like 1920s. And then when I put it on, it looked it looked wrong because I, I had bumps and I was yeah. looking at it on models who didn't have the bumps. They could just show off the garment. Right. So I, I, I think that like it's just because high fashion has a certain aesthetic. Um, it would be totally. really, really cool if a if like a a a bigger queen won. It's that would way be really overdue. Cool. I know it's way overdue. I I want to see it. I want to see it. I and I certainly hope Candy might could be that good. Could be that that girl who does it. I would love that. Yeah. So here we are. We're at the main stage. Oh, this Gottmik look is stay. so cool. Gottmik's look is yes, alien. It's wild. It's 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 a beast. It's bejeweled. It's gold, bronze, pewter, uh, every rusted metal you can think of. Chirp and almost birth. like genderless. Yeah. It's, it's that's the, a good the point. androgyny of it. Uh, this is a chirp for me. Yeah, it's a chirp. It's a chirp for sure. It's a chirp for sure. 
Yeah, I like the androgyny a lot. So now we have Miss Candy Muse. Candy Muse. Candy Muse is giving you a fembot um, with LeMay you stay. I like it okay. I like it okay. It's not taking my breath away. I'm a burp and I don't know why. Yeah, I, I think I have to burp it because it's pretty simple. It's pretty simple. Oh, you know what? Candy didn't, she didn't balance out the hourglass. Her, her tits mm-hmm. should be big. Yeah, she could in her tits for she, sure. She, you need, if you're going to do like the, the high-waisted, like you're going to have your <sighs> hips filled out like that and you're going to do a high waist with a strapless bra and mm-hmm. you want that, again, classic hourglass look. I don't know. It didn't bother me in the like more s and look. I didn't notice it as much. But in this one, like you need, you need like big 1950s tits. Yeah. And I, yeah, I think just little details could be a little nicer. Like I think even the bra could have better, better bejeweling or sure. even fur around the tits. Cause it just looks a little simple. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, also wow. the reveal wasn't like, um, sexy enough. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give it a light burp. I think yeah. it's cute, but it's a light burp for me. So Lollarie giving us this gold LeMay, almost dynasty-ish 80s moment. It's cute. S- super, I'm a super chirp for the top. I wish the legging color matched everything else. Yeah. Or was a totally different color for some reason. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. the, 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 the being a slightly different color rubbed me, but the, but, but the, Top part is like stunning. So good. You're right. The pants almost make the top look cheaper, but the top is not cheap. No. So no, no, no. Light chirp for me. Light we, chirp. It's a light chirp for me as well. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, we have Miss Olivia Lux giving us lounge singer, goddess, almost aerial like colors. Um, I thought this was okay. I think her face is so much more beautiful than the garment. Yeah, I agree. I, I, there's something about the top of this that wasn't fitted as well as I thought it could be. Or again, maybe I was just craving bigger tits. Mm-hmm. Like if you're going to do, do something that plain, um, that's maybe what I was craving is, is just like a bigger, a bigger bust for that old Hollywood yeah. silhouette. But Her God, face. she's just gorgeous. She's gorgeous. Her face is so good. I am going to be a real monster and burp it because I think the bottom is so simple. I think the bottom is for me. It's just so simple and it's not doing it for me. Yeah, I'm a light burp on this. Yeah. But face, chirp, chirp. Chirp, chirp. Simone giving us boxer goddess with the long blonde braids. I mean, come on. Come on. This is so fucking cool. This is like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Yes. And to impress the judges with something that is a bit androgynous in this way is very impressive. Yeah. The braids really, God, really, really make it. Obviously, I'm a chirp. Yeah, it's a big chirp. It's killer. She just won this week. She just took the whole week. Next is Tina in the totally silver, you know, Wizard of Oz, Tin Man moment. This is super cool. I'm a big Mm -hmm. chirp on this look. Also, I like it. Also brought out Tina's shape so well, despite the fact it wasn't, it didn't show any skin. 
but was still incredibly fitted and beautifully shaped. And then the reveal of the heart, like that's a great reveal. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's a light chirp for me. Okay. I wanted okay. the hair to be a different color or something. I felt it's like just drowned in silver. Okay. Yeah. 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 But yeah, work. Thank God it's a different color. Yeah. Elliot giving us Ariel skater lady. Oh, uh, we think? got it. Wait, we got a little hot take from a uh, straight <gasps> guy here. Oh my God. And Hold now on. this is a new wait, segment wait, wait, wait. called. Straight I'm talk change my from sound a straight guy. So Gregor can weigh I need, in. I need the music accompaniment. <laughs> I see if it okay. Comes. Oh wait, wait, Let wait, wait. no, wait. Hold on, hold on. Let me see if I can get it. Okay, hold here on. we go. This is straight talk from a straight guy. Okay, what do you think of Elliot with two T's there? Uh, that sort of um, Copacabana look. Yeah, I liked it. I like that. That's fun. Dan Gregor is a chirp for Elliot with two T's. Wow. That, was, that was solid. I mean, it's not a home run, but it's that's a that's a that's a that's a not it's not a bottom of the pack kind of. It's action. a chirp for me too. It's absolutely. Yeah. It's a so chirp you for chirp me. Yeah, it if you like it, and then you burp yeah. it. If you don't. Wait, can you go back really it's a quickly? Chirp, but I mean, look, not, can we not quickly with that? But that's a that's a, that's a chirp. Can we quickly go through the rest of the girls and just see if Gregor's a chirp or burp? I would since love to. Since you've only ever had one to. other straight guy on this podcast. Great, great, great. I would absolutely love to. Okay, here we go. These I'm are the really straight like, talk from a straight guy. I'm not too invested in their personalities just yet. And so it, it does hurt. It does, I'm, I'm purely basing this on my feelings about the outfits. That's okay. Forgot Mick. Is it a chirp or a burp from Mr. Straits? Um, I, Wait, can I, you can you have fast. the can you have the show the entrance? There's a, there's a little it's like it's, stopping and starting kind yeah, of weirdly. Like, there's some things that are s- such like it's so busy that I can't tell. Yeah, if go back if to the beginning. Poorly. I mean, I I think I saw a different clip of this, and generally, I mean, oh, I'm all, all for the Disney villain look. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I like it actually. I think that's 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 pretty fucking cool. That's a chirp. <laughs> that and that is the equivalent of chirp. Pretty yeah. fucking cool. <laughs> That That's should be the chirp. equivalent. Yeah, yeah. Pretty fucking cool. Okay, great. Okay, so yeah, you give yeah, a pretty sure, fucking cool sure. to Gottmik. Yeah. Now, this next one is just coming up very shortly. Okay. What do you think about Candy Muse's Go Go Girl Fembot? <laughs> he's looking, he's studying. I, I, I'm he's, not, he's making choices. I'm not, I don't, I, I, I'm not buying it. <laughs> I'm not buying it. That now, then that is the equivalent. I'm not buying it. Or pretty fucking cool. Yep. is the name of this new game. That is yeah. truly the. That is truly the straight guy version of Chirp and Burp. Yes. What about Lala Ree's gold lame look? Uh, pretty. Uh, I, what do you think? I mean, I don't know if this is what you were saying, referring to, but I, I really love the top, but the bottom is so boring. <laughs> there you go. There you go. It's like well, it's like she ran out of money to to, to finish the outfit. Totally. Totally. And what about Olivia Lux? What do you think? What do you what do you buy it? Oh, this I, I mean I need a close up. Hold on. Okay, to keep take your time. Oh yeah, no, this is this is a big chirp. <gasps> great. Chirp, great, great, great. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I you buy I, it. Nice classic look. I, I either either you go really ambitious or you go or you go really like classic femme and Right. It's co- like a Coca-Cola classic recipe. You can't yeah. really can't go oh, too Oh shit, what do you think of this? Yeah, what do you think of this boxer look from Simone? Well, I know Rachel loved this. Uh, this is, this is, well, actually, I really like the boots. Um, you know, sometimes it's a little, it's a little too sketch costume for me. Oh, and interesting. 
And so like the the boots are the boots are great. The boots kind of actually like bring it bring it back to like an outfit. But mm-hmm. at, other than that, I I don't know. That's and this go fuck yourself. I mean, no. Ah, this is whoa, like, this is Gregor reacting is to Tina Burner. Truly, truly like, I'm sorry, this is mod night. Um, ah, this like, is the all silver look. I not, was a little drowned in silver. I think monochromatic is over, personally. Not even a little. This is, this is, this is laughable. Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, no, no, like straight up, just no. Mod night. Ooh. Mod night, which is a sketch comedy night. So that's a real burn. That's a real burn. Wow. Yeah. But if someone came and out like that go. for mod night in like, I guess yeah. you don't appreciate like a fitted. Uh, no, no. I mean, if someone did it for mod night, I, I would be, I guess I would be on the fence to hear if the premise of their sketch was as good as the face paint. But, <laughs> but it's only resting on the premise of the sketch. I love it. I love it. Look, that was straight talk from a straight guy. Straight talk straight straight guy. <laughs> Wait, what is it? Is a uh, fuck yeah? Uh, I think it's like pretty fucking cool. Pretty or cool. I'm not I buying buy it. it. I buy. It. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Pretty fucking cool, and I don't buy it. Straight talk. <laughs> from a straight there you go. You're welcome. <laughs> we needed it. Thanks, Gregor. You're welcome. You're welcome. That was Dan Gregor <sighs> with straight talk from a straight guy. From a straight guy. Copyright trademark registered. Um, well, that's pretty much the sh- episode in a nutshell. The only things I need to talk about before we talk about the lip sync are Untucked was mostly uneventful, except Elliot calls Tina Nina. Which, oh, that was oh my God. so funny. That was really oh, funny that was and so quite good. telling. Oh, it was so quite good. Quite telling. And Candy says this intelligible, wonderful thing, which I'm going to try to reenact. Uh, which is sweeping the internet where talking about if she's going to lip sync or potentially go home, she says, I'm optimistic. I ain't going no motherfucking where. And if I got to go somewhere, y'all better roll them cameras because I'm about to roll up to RuPaul. Tell them and word for you, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> that was really and that good. was already too, that was too distinct. Yes. That was too clear. Yes, obviously. But that's gonna, that meme's going to be a thing for a while. So. Yeah. The lip sync. What do you think of this lip sync to Break My Heart by Dua Lipa? It was great. I mean, it was two different interpretations. It was Olivia's was like the kind of heightened, like more comedic, like musical theater interpretation, which was compelling to watch and beautiful. And Simone like really came at it from an almost like a film acting, like internal place. And I I could have kind of seen this going either way. It could have gone either way. Yes. Olivia's gave me Ben de la Creme. Like for some reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Simone was just, yeah, being stunning, personal, charming. But really connecting with the lyrics. Not like yeah. not like just being charismatic to be charismatic, like tr- truly acting out the the lyrics in just a, a, a like a yeah. subtler uh, way. But again, like both yes. were great performances. Exactly. For me, Simone won it pretty quickly, but I think they both did great. I just had a hard time denying Simone. I was like, damn, she wants her $5,000 hairs as she said it. And she's so cute. Oh, the shock on her face where it was like, you're going to get $5,000. Like, she's completely taken aback. So I wonder, are we going to be doing more of the all-stars style? Like, I don't know. Lip sync for the win this season? Or was just that a one-off? I mean, they did it at the beginning of last season too. So who fucking who knows? Oh, they're gonna I, I keep, keep us on our toes. That. Yeah, well, they're gonna keep us on our toes either way. Um, but yeah, 
Simone survives, and I cannot wait to see what happens next week with the gals. Should be fun. Nicole Byer knows. Nicole Byer knows, and she will be here to chat all about it. So excited. Sorry, Gregory's so- laughing at Pen. <laughs> Gregory's like six <laughs> feet away from me, and he's laughing at the TV show. And it's a very it's good a episode great of show. Pen. Don't don't get me wrong; it's a very good episode of Pen Fifteen. It's a but very good. I'm show. very clearly doing a podcast. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, Rachel. <laughs> Before we let you go, would you like to plug your book, I Want to Be Where the Normal People Are? <laughs> sure. Sure. I would love to plug it. You can buy it anywhere books are sold. You can buy it on Indie Bookshop. Um, um, I've heard the audiobook is quite delightful to listen to. You can buy that on Audible, I believe. Um, my website has all the information. Um, and it's a um, it's a collection of it's not just essays. Um, it's a collection of, of various sorts of prose about, um, mm-hmm. about not, uh, fitting in and feeling like, uh, normalcy was elusive to me. That was it's not the right way to say elusive, but I wanted to make elusive. it sound fancy. No, I loved it. And uh, more, yeah. more use. Elusive to me. Um, and I'm very <laughs> proud of it. You should be. It's so funny. I, I truly couldn't put it down. It's fucking funny. It feels like you're hanging out with a good friend. It's cathartic and hilarious every step of the way. I I also freaked out my boyfriend because of how often I laughed out loud while looking at paper, which is a really funny. <laughs> it's a it's always a strange thing to laugh while looking at an object. It's really rare. So thank <laughs> it's it the number of books that like actually make me laugh are really few and far between. So like the fact that it made you laugh, that's a big compliment. Thank you. Yeah, I will say, I think it was gutter bitch. Maybe gutter bitch really made me lose my mind. There's one oh, point oh, in the book. Is it? No, I think it's trash like your, bitch. I think, well, I say your pussy stinks like garbage. <laughs> yes, yes. I think yes. it's that. <laughs> I think it's that. Well, Rachel, you're incredible. Thank you for coming on our podcast. As for all of y'all, go to Drag Her Podcast, follow us, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. We have some really exciting news coming out this week because we're also going to be covering Drag Race UK on our Instagram Live so that you can have non-stop Drag Race coverage at every stop of your whole life. Oh, so shit. Go when there is Drag Race UK premiere? On Thursday. It premieres on oh, Thursday. my God. Where can we watch Drag Race UK? I'm oh my actually God. saying this. I don't know where we yeah, can watch Drag Race UK. I, I understand it's going to be on WoW Presents Plus. So... Uh, and there, there's an app. If you have Apple TV, there's an app. Uh, if you stream, you can log into For the app presents. and watch it on your TV. Oh, okay. Wow, that's mm-hmm. so much drag. It is. We're back in drag race season. We're back in. We're inundated. And I, I love it. I love it. Yeah, we're along for the ride. I wish we could space it out a little bit more, but I love it. I'm a filthy slag. I'm a filthy slag and a cork destroyer. Well, till next time. Bye. Stella had to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. That was a HeadGum Podcast.